Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Kindness and Happiness Connection podcast. We're so happy to have you join us on a weekly basis, where our goal is to share tips, insights, and practical guidance to help you grow and prosper. Good afternoon, my wonderful friends that are in our audience. I'm Randy McNeely, the Kindness Giver, joined by my amazing partner, Dr. Elia Gorgoras, the Happiness Doctor, here to present another episode of the Kindness and Happiness Connection. And we are privileged to have the wonderful Nicole Glocky with us today. And Dr. Elia is good friends with Nicole, and he's going to give just a short introduction and then really let her introduce herself. Thank you, Randy, for that introduction. And Nicole, welcome to our show, the Kindness and Happiness Connection podcast. We're excited to have you. You and I spoke a, a few weeks ago, and just I just felt your sweet spirit, your kind spirit. And I called up Randy. I said, I have, a, I have a great person that we need to interview because I couldn't even see you, but over the phone, I could see your smile. You're emanating. You're like your countenance and, and, you're, and you're just your positivity and, uh, and your happiness. So we're grateful that you're here. Rather than me introduce you, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit of your background and your connection to kindness and happiness because it's a, it's a great story. I know the story, but the, our audience doesn't. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited and grateful to you guys. I am Nicole Gawke, and I am a twin redhead spreading kindness. So I started working at a company um, 13 years ago, and it was a great company. I really loved what I did. You know, I got to work with clients. I got to be kind in ways that, you know, made a difference to my clients. And my company was acquired, and I really lost myself in my job. You know, I don't know if you've ever experienced that where your job becomes your identity and I forgot who I was. And so my company laid me off, which is happening for everybody, (laughs) but I took it as this gift. It was a gift to me to really rediscover who I was again. At the core of who I was, I was a kindness advocate. I was this twin redhead spreading kindness and I wanted to make this world a better place. And I believed that we can do so by these random acts of kindness that we offer people. It's not always the big things that we do, it's those small things that really have a true impact. And so me and my twin sister, I'm a 10 and we're both redheads, hence the title twin redheads, spreading kindness. And we- Who's the oldest, you or your sister? She's actually older. She's older by four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And and she's taller, too. (laughs) So where's she at today? Uh, She's working. (laughs) (laughs) Are you, I mean, are you identical twins? Like, or? We are. We are. Yeah. We're identical twins. And um, a funny story, my mom, I love her to death. She told me that when she found out that she was pregnant, she cried. She's like, oh, no, I'm having twins. And my dad, he's like, there's just more to love. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys. That's the foundation of the happiness. Your dad's response, more to love. Uh, that's the spirit of abundance. Like, we have more. I know. So, you, exactly. you bet. 
You bet. Well, so Nicole, I have a quick question for you. What was the catalyst to you starting Twin Redheads Spreading Kindness? Well, Randy, the catalyst was me really taking this journey of self-discovery. So when I was laid off, I had to like reassess who was I? Who, what kind of person do I want to be? How do I want to show up to this world? And it drove my actions to starting this company, um, talking to my sister about, you know, how were we kind? How can we be kinder? And her daughter, her name is Amber. She is the love of my life. I love her with everything I have. And when we were, when she was younger, she believed that she had a superpower, kindness. Because when you are kind to people, you can actually see that visceral reaction, the way their eyes light up or they smile. And she truly believed that she had a superpower of kindness. And so, you know, that kind of just drove everything that we did through her, seeing the world and, and her eyes and, and the impact that we can have. So I'd say the two catalysts was Amber and how beautiful she is and her well, superpower. And then um, this is my job. It's so weird, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, wonderful. Inquiring minds want to know, really, because you guys are in a unique position. What, what's it like working with your twin or just working? <laughs> twin i mean that's kind of unique most people don't have that it's the best her and i have been together all of our life we've lived together probably for almost all of our life maybe we lived apart for five years but she and i are best friends it's like having that soul connection with somebody that gets you like no one else so we feed off each other she drives my creative ideas i drive her creative ideas and it's, I can't describe it other than I feel so lucky just to be in this moment with her. She's amazing. Important it is to love or to or or enjoy the people you work with because you spend so much time with them. So and you know how many people are miserable at work and they don't like their colleagues and so on. So you're very blessed and fortunate to work with your best friend and your twin at the same time. That's great. Well, yeah. don't get me wrong. We do argue once in a while, but not very often. <laughs> well, I, I doubt you'd be human if you didn't argue once in a while. I mean, Elia and I are partners and we've had some interesting discussions. And, and do we agree on everything all the time? No, but that's the beautiful thing about relationships. You can you can have those kind of discussions and still when you don't agree, you can agree to disagree without being disagreeable. You can still care about each other and, and be great friends. And that's what kindness is all about, right? Absolutely. And I think our love and respect for one another supersedes whatever disagreements we might have. I mean, the disagreements yeah. that got opinions or, you know, different and so on. But in the end, it's what's in your heart and that's what matters the most. How have people responded to your vision? That's a very interesting question. How have they responded to your vision? Because you, again, you have something unique. Not, not everybody does the, you know, redhead twin happiness, kindness thing. So Everyone, everyone has actually been really amazing. And really the vision isn't about, you know, who we are. It's about people uncovering the kindness in themselves, like rediscovering that they really are kind people. They do kind things and helping them just transform that inner energy outward. So we've had just amazing people show up for us. 
like you guys. You came out of the woodwork and you're just like these amazing individuals who really made my day. <laughs> and the people that have come along in our life, they support what we do. They love it. They're excited because it helps them, you know, look at their actions and what they can do. And, you know, I think it's just making the world a better place. We get to decide who do we want to be? What kind of person do you want to be after this? And it's kind of this culmination of everything happening at this perfect moment to make people really want to re-envision their life. So that's, that's the impact that we've seen from people in our vision. I agree 100%. I call the, the, this pandemic, COVID-19, the great pause. It's allowed people to pause and to seriously consider, how do I want to live my life? Who do I want to be? How do I want to treat my brothers and sisters in this world? And in a lot of ways, it's that there's a blessing. There's a lot of good things that have come out of it and will continue to come out. It doesn't take away from the tragedy and the deaths and the sickness and so on. I'm not saying that, but there's some really good things. People are more caring, I think. They're thinking about other people who are uh, not quite as fortunate as they are. So I see a lot of kindness. You're totally right. Yeah, I love what you just said, Elia. Let, let's not, let's be honest. This whole situation has been challenging, but it has given us time to pause, like you said, and to focus on what are the most important things in my life? What do I really care about? What really matters? And having done that, uh, a lot of people are coming to realize that, you know, a lot of the things that I've been involved in really don't mean anything. They're not making an impact on my life. They're not making an impact on other people's lives uh, for good. They're not positive. They're not useful. They're not, not, not building. And so I really think it's been a time for people to step back and say, okay, how do I declutter my life? What are the things that I need to focus on? And what are the things I need to just let go and jettison from my life, if you will? That's, that's great. Love that, uh, Nicole. Love it. So here's a question for you. How does someone become a kindness advocate like you've been and you, you and your sister? I love your questions. So again, you know, at the end of the day, we are all kind. And a kindness advocate is just committing yourself to advocating for kindness in your life. So acting in kind ways, being grateful when people are kind to you showing up for other people, whether they're strangers or, you know, say for instance, someone's on the bus and they just look like they're having a really bad day. Maybe going over there and sitting next to them and saying, hey, how are you? Is there something going on that you want to talk about? Strangers tell strangers the most amazing things all the time. So sometimes you just need to re- Reestablish your connection with the greater world. Be present, be visible, and be a kindness advocate. So advocating for kindness. So that's how you can be a kindness advocate. Again, we all have it in us. It's just choosing to express it. I mean, that's the thing. That's the superpower that you talk about, right? I know you talk, you use that phrase about kindness, that it, it, it's innate. It exists within each one of us. For some people, it comes more natural. Like Randy is truly the kindness giver. I've never met a kinder person than Randy. That he exemplifies, personifies, lives it and walks it and talks it every single day. For some other people, it almost needs to be awakened, like it's inside of them, but they don't know, and maybe they don't know how to do it. So I think your very specific examples help. Now there's a new generation of very, I mean, great young people coming along who care about 
a lot of things. They care about society, they care about human rights, they care about the environment, they care about making some changes to make this world a better place. What piece of advice, if you could say something to the younger generation as it relates to this topic, what would you say to them? I would say the greatest gift that you can give someone is kindness. And kindness being defined as being, allowing them to be seen, to be heard, and giving them that moment where they actually have that epiphany, where they feel alive, you know? Just like, if you think about our environment, you know, environments, there's so many issues going on with the environment, just like there is with the pandemic. If we allow people to be seen and heard and speak, you know, that is the greatest gift of kindness that we can give anybody in this world. Because we all want to be loved. We all want to feel like we matter. You know, loneliness. Just so you know, loneliness, statistically speaking, is at an all-time high during the pandemic. Yeah. There I know. Have gone without being, it breaks my heart. There are people who have gone months, not days or weeks, months without, a, without physical contact with another human being. It's a real challenge. It's interesting. I'm an extrovert to the hilt. I mean, I, I love being with people and I'm around my family every day. I mean, I've got my wife, my kids, and my mother-in-law lives with us. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. But, you know, I have had some real struggles because I, I love going and being able to meet with other people. You know, we, we haven't been able to go to church on a regular basis. I'm religious. I love going to church. I love seeing my fellow church members and being able to shake hands and give hugs when, you know, when appropriate and, and find out how they're doing and not being able to do that. It's a real struggle. I th I'm so thankful at least that we have this technology that enables us to connect face to face and hear voices and, and at least see each other, even if we can't be together physically. But like you said, there's so many people out there who are lonely, who all it would take is for someone to reach out and say, you know, I'm thinking about you. I'm wondering how you're doing. How are you doing? I, I care. I want you to know I care. I'm reaching out because I, I care and, and I want to understand how you're doing and know if there's anything I can do to have a positive impact and, on your life and lift you, you know, whatever it may be. So I, I loved what you just said there, Nicole. That's uh, some great advice because it's true. We all want to be valued. We all want to be heard. We all want to feel loved. We want to feel loved and we want to give love. You know, there's a thing called the broken heart syndrome, medically speaking, where people, because of loneliness and isolation and lack of connection, are dying or are showing symptoms of physically in their heart. I'm not a, I'm not a cardiologist, so I don't know the exact you know, details, but they're, they're physically getting sick. Their hearts are breaking, basically, because they're disconnected from other people. Yeah, that's, you know, obviously due to the pandemic. When you disconnect from other people for several months, it's devastating. But it doesn't even count the depression, anxiety, and stress people are feeling. I'm just talking about a true physiological uh, heart ailment that's specifically linked to loneliness. Well, so that's why we need this massive, a massive, massive, massive dose of kindness right now, right? But that's okay. a good segue into to another question. You know, how do you leverage kindness in a world that defines success so often? Uh, in a way that promotes or pulls forward a what's in it for me attitude or mentality. How do you leverage kindness to, to combat that really? Yeah. So, I mean, the world 
the business world is very about the me. You know, what am I doing? How can I get to the top? What can I do to be the next great thing? I see kindness as something that actually propels you forward more because when you give of yourself, your time, you build a tribe of people who really support you. So if you're going through your business, going through your day, going through your life, and you're not acting in kind ways, that tribe of people are not, they're not going to be there for you when you need them. So kindness is a way, it's, it's a giver mentality, giving back. So you build a tribe of people who really want to see you successful. And in the world of business, I hate this word, but it's true. It's a doggy dog world. No, it doesn't have to be that way. We can be, we can be better. We can help each other. It's not a competition. You know, I think, Dr. Ilya, you said it best. There's abundance. So we just have to realize that there's so much more in this world that we can give each other, that we don't have to be afraid to be kind. We don't have to be afraid to help someone because it's not going to take away from you. It's going to enhance you. It's going to enhance your life. It's going to make your world better and their world better too by doing so. I think kindness is an underrated trait and I think it shouldn't be. I think it should be the trait that you hire for, the trait that you look for in your partner and your friends because I don't know about you. I don't want to hang around with a bunch of mean people. I want to hang around with people who are kind because I know that they are going to show up for me when I need them. Like I'm going to show up for them when they need me. And the world just needs to, we need to have kinder tribes for people. Kindness blesses both the giver and the receiver. I have a plaque here in my office. I've had it for, for 20 years that I look at it every single day that basically says, blessed are those that give and forget and blessed are those that receive and remember. Meaning when you do something, do it from your heart and don't keep track. Oh, this is how much I gave in kindness. And when you receive, remember the kindness that was bestowed upon you and be grateful for that kindness and always remember it. And then go out and become a kindness advocate like, uh, like you talked about. And because that, they, that what goes around comes around truly. I loved what you said, Nicole. I mean, you're speaking my language. I, I wrote my book, The Kindness Giver's Formula, uh, to invite and inspire people to be kindness advocates like yourself. And I also talk about what I call the positive economic power of kindness or PPOC. And, and it really is a positive economic power. All the things that can come in a business, in an organization, in your personal life by simply being kind, it, it, it's, all, it's priceless. When you think about it, you can increase customer loyalty, you can increase workforce member loyalty, you can increase and unleash creativity and innovation and, a whole ho and productivity and a whole host of other things, all of which funnels towards bottom line increases in your personal life and your professional life because they open, it opens up opportunities that you would not have otherwise. You nailed it when you said, you don't want to work with mean people. Nobody likes to work with jerks. <laughs> how many people, if you ask the question, you walk into the room and ask, how many of you like to work with jerks? How many people are going to raise their hand? Nobody is. Nobody's going to raise their hand. And so it's, it's a fantastic thing that you pointed out that in business, in life, in general, 
Kindness is going to go a lot further than unkindness is. It's going to take you where you need to be and get you down the path that you need to get on. I share one story about kindness with an old boss of mine. So I had a really um, rough year and I was just going through a lot emotionally. And my boss called me up and said, hey, Nicole, I know you're going through a lot. Take two weeks off just to get back to you de-stress, don't call in. And I never forgot that because I needed that kindness in that moment. I wasn't being kind to myself and he saw me and he gave me that opportunity, like you said, to pause and get back to me. So it does increase loyalty. It increases, you know, I was very loyal because I remember those moments where when I needed someone they were there for me and they allowed me to have that moment that I needed and get back to me. So that, it's fun to share that brief story, sorry. Oh, oh that was great. That's an employer that actually really is in tune. Part of our show that I love the most is this, as we come towards the end, what are the three tips or takeaways or that you would want to share as, as it relates to kindness? First, I would say kindness is a superpower. Exercise your superpower of kindness. Take the kindness pledge. You can do it on our website, um, Twin Redhead Spreading Kindness. I encourage you to do that. Um, wait, wait, second wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? What, what's the pledge? We've got to know what the pledge is, right? <laughs> so. Well, the pledge is to act in kind ways. So to be kind to yourself, to be kind to others, to make the world a better place through random acts of kindness and giving up yourself. So that, that is the pledge. Got it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead then. Number two. You definitely take the pledge. <laughs> and then the other one is to spread kindness. So kindness is can be seen in all of our day-to-day lives. And I think spreading kindness is so important. So inspire us. Inspire me and my twin sister by the acts of kindness that you spread. Just like how we are spreading kindness in our communities, we can make our communities better by spreading kindness. And that's another thing. So always spread kindness. And then the third one is be a kindness advocate. You have it in you to be kind. Don't let the world make you unkind. You are a kind person. You're amazing. You can make this world a better place. Be a kindness advocate. Choose kindness. So those are my three takeaways. And, and do people, like when they take the pledge, do, I mean, do they share their kindness stories with you and your sister? I mean, how does that, do they communicate that and how do they communicate and how can people find you in order to share their kindness? So there is a pledge on our website. So there's a kindness pledge and you just basically, you know, write that you're going to pledge to be kind. And then there is a section called Inspire Us, where you can share your stories of how you spread kindness in your community, in your life. And that information is what we are going to share on our website. Um, Not only do we talk about companies who are acting in kind ways, doing kind things, we also um, talk about books. So, Randy. Sounds (laughs) like a great thing. I'm going to have to get on there and uh, make some contributions so we can have a discussion about that. Right. What is your website, though? Tell the audience what the, the name of your website is and how they can get a hold of you. Yep, so it's www.twinredheadspreadingkindness.com. 
Is there anywhere else that our audience can get a hold of you? Do you want them to go to your LinkedIn profile or are there other, do you have other social media platforms? Yeah, yeah. So I'm also on Instagram, also Twin Redheads Spreading Kindness. Okay, and then great. Um, you can also follow me, um, Nicole Glockey, as well on Instagram. And then you can find me on LinkedIn, Nicole Glockey. Um, but yeah, I would encourage you to check me out, especially on Instagram. I post information about kindness every, well, almost every day. And I encourage comments from the people who follow me because, you know, kindness isn't about me. It's about you. It's about yeah. you making the world a better place and me just helping you see how amazing you are. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much, Nicole. It has been a true pleasure to have you on our show today. What a wonderful, bright smile you have. And we're so thankful for the wonderful information that you've brought to us. We appreciate you. We look forward to continuing to have further conversations down the road and seeing how things go with your wonderful kindness advocacy. That's something I'm all about. So we'll keep, we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much, Nicole. And by the way, I just checked out your Instagram again, and you have some great quotes, some very inspiring uh, messages there. So I would highly encourage our audience to check out Nicole Glocky's Instagram uh, posts and become followers and become kindness advocates. Thank you so much for being on our show, Nicole. It's been a real pleasure. And that winds down another episode of the Kindness and Happiness Connection. Thank you to our wonderful audience for sharing this time with us. Please stay tuned for our episode next week. We have another great guest, an amazing man by the name of Wilton Rogers. He's all about digital transformation. He's also about encouraging, educating, and empowering people to do great things. So it's going to be a wonderful show. We invite you to come and listen again. In the meantime, have a wonderful rest of your day today and have a marvelous weekend. If you have suggestions for discussion topics, please visit anchor.fm slash kindness hyphen happiness and follow the instructions in our show description. Remember, kindness is a choice. And happiness is a choice always. So choose to be kind and choose to be happy today and good things will follow. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.